0: Metro, trust you, I do gonna shit. Beautiful morning. of my Welcome back to Nostalgia, your weekly look at what's going on in pop culture. My name is Patrick Sheehan. I'm here with my co-host Dave Martinson. Dave, it's okay to cry. Pray for Kim, Pat. Just mm. pray. People think it might be a publicity stunt. I don't buy that. None. Some of the details, maybe
1: what e News said that she was tied up and like she was tied and 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 gagged like I don't know if that happened put
0: into her tub and then she broke free of her her bindings on her
1: own but people impersonated cops or something
0: yeah they're actually called the Pink Panther Gang nice yeah Shout gang, out gang 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> shout out the nra for for tweeting about the background check that those criminals didn't pass i was like way to capitalize on this as if it changes anything or matters
0: what, a, what an organization they are Yeah, right, classical quality people yeah so why don't we jump right into it we previewed the meadows last week dave was this the first festival you went to the full festival yeah, that's correct so what did you think what was your experience i had a good time you sound really enthused. <laughs>
1: you know, no, I know. I did have a really good time. Like I said last week, soundcloudcom slash nostalgia pod. I was not super enthused with Saturday's lineup, but I had a good time nonetheless. And Sunday was absolutely fantastic. And then doing some reading up on it after the fact, basically people reviewing it as a festival. The fact that it was on the concrete parking lot of City, Field, and Queens versus the possible muddy Randall's Island grounds Mm -hmm. for Governor's Ball, it actually handled the crowds pretty well. Reportedly, 50,000 people were there for Sunday, which is pretty crazy, considering it's a relatively small place. It was very
0: small to have 50,000 people. And the first day, how many people were there the first day? I didn't read I mean, definitely less. We could tell that. I would have said maybe half of that. I would say probably 20,000. But you could,
1: I mean, this was a a criticism, mainly because Kanye was almost too big for this festival. Oh, yeah. The fact that the meadow stage, the main stage at this at the festival, simply wasn't big enough to hold the crowds it would command for such a headliner. Like even Chance, Chance had a he- bigger crowd than J. Cole, and mm-hmm. J. Cole had a big crowd. But it just really shows that. I mean, I, I didn't hear any like horror stories about people not seeing things. But I think the other bands and acts that were on those stages, you had no prayer of getting close for those because Kanye stands were camping out for hours. Oh yeah, so there's a lot of that kind of logistics things you could definitely talk
0: about. Yeah, I think there were there were a lot of problems with the lineup actually. I don't think it was balanced enough, which we were talking a little bit about last week about how there's not like a lot of rock, uh, how there's not a lot of rock. There's just no there. one to pick for, Well, unless you can pay for the Foo Fighters. You that you could have gone for somebody like the Arctic Monkeys, someone who would Demand a top-tier billing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to be first show necessarily. Could have
1: went with them over the weekend to start it off, you
0: know. Exactly. Right. Not only that, but you mentioned how off-air, how Savages didn't have a lot of people, but they were maybe like the most under-attended act that deserved yeah. to have more shine, right? Because it, it was a
1: well-received show, and from it, what I gathered.
0: Due to the due to the lopsidedness of the lineup, there just weren't enough rock fans to go sure. to that. So they're not, you, they're not buying
1: the ticket when they look at the lineup.
0: And then having one stage have Bryson Tiller, Chance the Rapper, and Kanye all in a row. Yeah, it, no one was going to leave. So no. that, that it just made no sense for them to schedule it like that or to book in sure. in such a lopsided yeah, way. That makes sense. If you wanted to go all like mostly hip hop or R and B, you know, mixing maybe some some more R and B singers, some more like Kamasi Washington types or Damian Marley types. But I thought that was probably my biggest criticism, other than. Some of the people in the crowd were just dicks, which you expect at a festival. But My first time
1: around, hard millennials in a while. Yeah. To be honest, I we're, we're both millennials. You're a little older than me, but I mean, people were born in the 80s are millennials too. But the, the millennials I always think of are the ones that are currently like 17 to 20, yep. 16 to 20, those mm-hmm. kids. And some of them were just a little too fucked up. Yep. And they're just dumb kids. And I think
0: Kanye had a song called Can't Hold My Liquor. And that would hmm. aptly just describe them. Yep, um, There are reports from the VIP lounge of adults saying, I'm never having kids. Just being around <laughs> some of them.
1: I didn't actually, I didn't really have much of a bad experience. But I also, I don't know, like, my head's always above everyone so right. I'm not like no one's ever in my face or anything yeah and so just to
0: just to emphasize your point about the the main stage i thought it was like wide enough it mm-hmm. needed to be taller because, unlike Randall's Island, where there's a nice slope heading down to the stage, so sure. if you're in the back, you can still see it mostly, yeah. or at least see above the crowd. Or, this, or like know, a screen halfway into the crowd. Right. There wasn't one of those. There wasn't, there was not one of those. So if you were in the back, you pretty much were just listening to the music, which mm. for Connie and Chance, that was wonderful. Yeah. But you really are paying to see them and not just right. hear them. However, I, I do want to jump kind of into what act stood out to you from the weekend. I think. We can both say Kanye was unreal. Yeah, Kanye was great. Now... Only 50 minutes. Yeah, he started late for reasons unknown. Came out with fireworks, and he great. used the same stage setup he used at Glastonbury two years ago, which right. is pretty sweet. Basically, all these lights shining down yeah, on him. Well, that's the
1: thing. He Those lights are still for the same Pablo tour, but mm-hmm. he's above them for that. Right. And now he just had them shining on him, and that, I think that was really cool as a. Like, tilted and moved and obviously very synced
0: yeah and the video looked awesome because basically it was just an outline of him yeah the red glow yeah and the whole crowd was just so into it it was it was was awesome the pit was fucking (laughs) lit let me tell you you were closer than i was for sure but seeing the pictures you took i don't think i was too much further back than you maybe you were just over the side more i was more i was right in the middle and the the group i was with couldn't have, have dealt with that we had some small people who mm. would have gotten crushed
1: it was actually interesting because being tall the air actually was significantly cooler a few inches above where my head is but yep. back where all the bodies are it's really hot so i could definitely see short people having a hard time and we already were struggling waiting like over an hour in the spot because mm-hmm. as soon as chance ended we didn't move we moved up as best we could and had to stay, wait for Kanye, obviously, and, like, people were th- in the middle were throwing us water bottles and mm-hmm. just the stag and obviously my hydration pack ran out right as Chance Ended, so that was fun. <laughs> of course, good timing. But it was worth it, because, like we said last week,
0: general admission shows to Kanye are rare mm-hmm. and expensive. So, Kanye comes out to Father Stretch My Hands, part one, Mm -hmm. and part two, Um, and and then he played Famous. So, those three in a row, at one point, everybody was just jumping, Yeah. and my friend goes, stop jumping for a second. So, I stopped. You could actually feel the ground moving up and down in in waves. It was insane. Proud for Kanye. As soon as Kanye came out, there was
1: no pushing. No, everyone's having a good lit. time and just enjoying the show which i thought was great
0: dude that was the craziest concert experience i've ever had and i've been to a lot of concerts the last yeah. couple of years insane great um, crowds great it was and then about 50 minutes in heartless starts after kanye saying about wolves a very interesting choice that may add to some conspiracy theories but he's saying about things about wolves mm. goes into heartless and he goes i'm sorry i need to stop the show family emergency right. and he's gone yeah he was flagged could you see this from the side? I couldn't.
1: I couldn't. I could barely see Kanye. Right. Yeah, I saw this curious day. He was flagged down on the on the left hand side, stage right side, by reportedly was his assistant or manager or something. Mm-hmm. And like Kanye, he kept like adjusting his earpiece, so I thought maybe he was having help with it, his earpiece or something. And then he like walked away, went back. Then he says the assailant the leaves. Mm-hmm. So someone flagged him down and told him this. Obviously, he didn't know Kim got reportedly mugged until someone told him. Held up the gun. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so. I don't know, for that reason alone, I, I believe it because I, that's an awfully staged thing. If you think it's all fake, but and it was a great show nonetheless, too. So. I know
0: it was 15 minutes of county, but it was it's a, a great hit 50 minutes. Like he has enough
1: material to just do his straight greatest hit show, and that's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, he did can't tell me nothing, which is amazing. Yeah, did Jesus walks? the flashing lights?
0: I think the the two like the two songs that I was probably most excited to hear him do were probably bound to because yep. that. Would sure. have killed, but also fade, because fade is yeah. really blowing up right now, and to see how the crowd would react to that. Right. Been and
1: crazy. other than that, the classics that he hasn't didn't get to do yet, which I he knew they were coming. Were Gold Digger and All the Lights. Right. Other than that, he did basically everything you'd expect.
0: Awesome. And Runaway, which actually sure. I was hoping Pusha would have come out for. An, an Ultralight Beam as well would have probably been
1: on Right. The, well, uh, that, that would kind of translates to other sets. Chance did his part for Ultralight Beam. Did you see if Pusha do
0: Runaway? I wasn't able to make it into Pusha. Another gripe I have with the festival, the second day, the security line moved so slow, but they weren't even checking people that Yeah, time. security was uh, uninterested in their jobs. Right.
1: Yeah, I totally uh, agree so with that. I, I, honestly, for, for the first year's festival, again, I don't have much you know festival experience, but I thought I did pretty well. And the hiccups that it did have, I think, are, you know, fixable and sure. relatively minor as those kind mm-hmm. of things go. But yeah, Pusha T did run away. And he had this funny quote when the chorus comes to Kanye's party, He's like, I ain't doing no singing. If you guys <laughs> want to do it, go ahead. And the crowd went nuts. The crowd for Pusha T was, first of all, really big on the, uh, the Shea stage and also super into it. He didn't do it like as well.
0: Pusher was probably the one I was most upset about missing, as well as Temper Trap I was really hoping to catch and just couldn't get in because of the lines. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Chance? So, just to premise, we both are huge Chance fans. Check yeah. out our Chance the Rapper coloring book review, Review soundcloud.com slash Pod. So, you were closer for Chance than I was. What did you think? Yeah, this is really interesting, because I
1: saw Chance in the fall of 2014. I was on the barrier mm-hmm. At Skidmore College. So I was 10 feet away from him when he performed. This was just when he had Acid Rap out and his other mixtapes. And that was fantastic. But I actually liked this show more, despite being 200 feet away from him. I was pretty far back. I was actually farther for Chance than Kanye. I was by the sound booth for him. Oh, okay. I got to move up when people left. A lot. Not even that people left, it's just people squished in and we ended gotcha. up keeping a spot. I like Chance a lot more just because he went through his songs, I think, at a better pace. And he's just a better performer now, I think. It was hmm. cool having Dying Trumpet, Nico Segal with him there. At a better uh, pace
0: compared to the last concert or better than Kanye, are you saying?
1: Just, I mean, I, not that he did bad last time, but I think he just went through his songs in a nice, steady exactly. manner. He did a really good job of transitioning his Magnificent mm-hmm. World coloring tour he's currently on right now, mm-hmm. that performance, that set list, into this setting. And you know, obviously, there's, there's some weird-ass shit with yeah, uh, the, on the, the puppets, stage.
0: I, I did not like it all. I was out on the puppets, but every time Chance did a song, the whole crowd went crazy. Yeah, and he did every song you could have asked for. I really just wanted him to do what Kanye did and just be like, okay, I'm going to come out. I'm really not even going to talk. I don't even think Kanye introduced himself. He just came out and played song after song after song, oh, shout out- and the crowd fucking bumped. Shout out Kanye <laughs>
1: for going up to the people in the front for all day yes. and don't like. That's an un like thing. That was awesome. That was awesome. Also, apparently LeBron was in the pit for St. Pablo and Cleveland on Saturday. Really? Yeah, he's on his Instagram. Wow. Shout out LeBron.
0: That's actually, that's actually, he's not worried about security. <laughs> yeah, that, that, Six, that's nine. True. But, so yeah, Chance, I think we both thought was good. I, I could have done without the puppets, though. See,
1: I do think, thing I took away from anything, though. It was just him doing
0: his thing. I guess where I was, it felt like the air really came out of it when he would transition to, like, the talking and, mm-hmm. like, the thing is, I get exactly what he's doing, like, mm-hmm. Well, he's, become, he's much more preachy now than he was before. Yeah, and just his whole concept of, you know, we're kids, we have, you know, he's kind of banking on this nostalgia, hey, nostalgia hey. and he's also <laughs> trying to pull in, like, this idea of he's growing up and yeah. what it means to grow up. So, a kid now. I get it, but it's just, basically, I just want him to be, like, hit after hit after hit, keep it bumping, you, you have an hour, hour 15, just kill it. Yeah, like, um... But he went late, too, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, No no um, Problem was was awesome. Yeah. Mixtape was good. Pusha Man was great. Came out to Angels, which the crowd went crazy for. Yep. Actually, didn't ask this at all. He did Grown Ass Kid, which is an awesome. unreleased Lucy that didn't make Coloring Book due to mm-hmm. sample clearances. Yeah. He actually performed that, which didn't even yeah. know he could do that. That and was awesome. The crowd was really into it during that song. Yeah. And also, shout out Chance. He has a new commercial with Kit Kat where he's chants the rapper, you know, W, rapper, yeah. and he sings the Kit Kat jingle. So,
0: I actually saw that on Twitter today. That's cool. Any other acts that you really wanted to shout out? Pusha T, classic rap concert. Mm-hmm.
1: went through the show. Crowd knew all the words. It was awesome. The crowd was just as hyped for Grindin', his best clip song, as they were for Don't Like. That was really good to see. Because, again, Meadows had a very young yeah. you know, people younger than us. So the fact that they did their homework and no clips, <laughs> which is, like, from 2002. Yeah, that's it, awesome. It, it, pretty cool. And, oh, yeah, shout out J. Cole. J. Cole, for a last minute edition for the weekend, mm-hmm. was fuck fan. the weekend. Watching the weekend on SNL, I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, his new single, False Alarm. Yeah, weird. But yeah, J. Cole acted like he was the headliner for the whole time, killed it, came out super hard to Tale of Two Cities from 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Crowd was great. And Cole really rocked it, did all the hits. He, he has, yeah, has a lot of hits now. And he had an interesting comment at the end. He was earlier in No Royal Miles, he said, fuck Donald Trump. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But he said, in New York City, this is my last show for a long time, and a lot of outlets pick this up to see this online. So, everyone's like, Oh, what's that mean? Are you just in the studio for a while, finishing the album? Because his uh, uh, 2014 twenty fourteen four Souls Drive will be two years old in December, and but he has been touring a lot, so maybe he's just gonna take a break from touring. Sure, so
0: well, either about... way, good get for founders to replace Weekend at the last second.
1: Yeah, I, no, absolutely, really likes Cole's performance. Uh, apparently, Chris Rock was there watching, so that awesome. was cool. Oh, yeah, and we saw and Smith waiting for Kanye. You did.
0: I did not see it. Like, I saw him. Um,
1: I, I barely saw him. I was far
0: away. <laughs> a band, I guess a, a group that mm-hmm. I thought did really well was Chromio. Chromio oh, yes. exceeded my expectations. I was, I was really far. close for them. And their energy was amazing. The crowd yeah. was so into they it. I knew what they were doing. Yeah, and just the way that the whole set flowed was, was perfect you know. for the middle of the day. So that was great. For me, another band that stood out was Borns. I I caught their oh my set, god, it's Borns. <laughs> yeah, and they and honestly, you saw them during Brace and Tiller or Mac Miller. One of those around that time. Matt, Mac Miller, the, of the day they played all their best songs. I mean, they really only have one album to pull from right now. Sure. But they played covers of Elton John, Arcade Fire, that's into cool. David Bowie. I, I which re- was pretty sick. Elton John, that's, that's that's a nice choice. Yeah, and the thing was that they started playing us like ah they they're not gonna do Elton John right now, and then they fucked John, yeah. Benny and the Jets, Interesting. which is a great choice. And They I mean, didn't do Candy Feel of Love tonight? No. Speaking of the Lion King, live <laughs> action movie coming. Great poll, Dave. We'll talk about that in a future <laughs> nostalgia pod. But yeah, born stood out to me. Also, Damian Marley. Do you I, like Damien Marley? I'm not, was, I'm not a reggae guy. Yeah, he was, was good. I know the song, Make It Bundam." That's it. Well, I mean, basically, Welcome to Jamrock" was my song in high school. However, His my, dreads, dude. Dude. To his knees? Down to his feet. It was very long. <laughs> my, my favorite part of Damien Marley was his flag waver. I decided oh, that yeah. I would love to be Damian Marley's flag waver, because that's the best fucking that's all he did. It was yeah. awesome. He just waved the whole and time. And he was super
1: excited about it, too. Great yeah. job. It was guy. awesome. Yeah, Jamaica.
0: Yeah, so I think overall the Meadows was a, a good first festival. I don't know if I'll be going back. I don't know if it's really... I mean, unless they get someone Kanye-level, I probably won't. I'm all
1: about name. lineups.
0: Yes, it's all about the lineups. It was a good
1: lineup for me. I had a great time.
0: And if you want to see a picture of the crew that we were with, check out Dave's Instagram.
1: Dave underscore Martinson. I'll very soon be posting a video of Kanye's entrance where there was mad fireworks, so that was stay awesome.
0: tuned. So... Chance brought out a special guest at the end. Yes. Francis. Francis. Francis Starlight. Yeah. From? Frontman for Francis and the Lights,
1: his opener on his Manificent World coloring book tour, which because it was a festival, obviously things change, but that's his opener right now. And also Francis did a lot of background vocals and work on coloring book on a few songs. And yeah, we're here to talk about
0: his new album, which Ghost released last week, and of September, I think. I think it, farewell was the, it was the twenty fourth. Yeah, farewell, starlight. Obviously, a nod to Francis, who claims that there's only that there's actually no members of the band. Yeah, it's just, just him, him and whoever he's with. Apparently, yeah, interesting. Does Francis also sing on Summer Friends?
1: Yes, Summer yeah. Friends uses or interpolates Francis's Friends. song Friends, which the video right. he has with Bonnie Vare and mm-hmm. Kanye.
0: What did you think of the album?
1: Yeah, see, I didn't really know what to expect. I only listened to it when I heard people talking about it mm-hmm. and they liked it. And I had known Chance's affinity for the guy. And he tweets about him a lot. But yeah, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't really even know what genre he was. So I just listened to it, you know, with an open mind. And I actually really liked that. I thought it was pretty cool. It's a quick
0: 10 songs?
1: Only about 30, 10 songs. 30 minutes long?
0: Yeah. I think the longest song is like three and a half minutes. Yeah. I really like the song Friends. Friends is great. It's Alright to Cry and Come Back were the other two that really stood out to me. The sound... Very 80s to me. There's yeah, a lot so, of well, how would you synth. classify it? Yeah, there, there's a lot of synth to it. The way he sings and I think the lyrics too also kind of remind me of Phil Collins, which is probably why I thought very 80s. Interesting. But it's an interesting sound. I don't even know because it's labeled as pop, but I don't I don't know if yeah, pop
1: really fits. I saw that. I mean, it's perhaps. like perhaps indie pop. I guess electronic idea,
0: like, electronic indie pop maybe. His
1: voice is very. Synthesized yeah, and stuff is. so tough to really say it's a lot like classifying Luna George with an EDM yeah. it's like yeah it's EDM but I get it's the still sense, broad as hell.
0: I get the sense that there will be a lot of DJ remixes of this album uh, which ah, I, I take. see Kygo Big G different bands like that putting a spin onto a lot mm. of these songs so it'll be interesting. I mean, I also, if he's already collaborating with Chance, you'll see him collaborating yeah. with Kanye and he's other He's got the Kanye connection, too. Forward. He's in the video. Yeah. Uh, as far
1: as I can tell, Kanye isn't on the Friends song. He's not credited no. as production or lyrics. He's just...
0: Kanye uh, likes people that make good music, so I guess he's just a fan. He's a fr- he's friends with Justin Vernon, so, I mean... Oh, of course. I think whatever Justin Vernon's attached to, Kanye will also have a, a hand in, or at least they'll be like, hey, give us give this a listen see what you think. Speaking so, of Justin Vernon... Yeah, he released a new mm-hmm. album called 22... A million. Mm, it's not keeping a hundred. even better. Yeah, and I'll be listening to it at some point this week. I'm not jumping to it. Bonnie Iver is good, but they're also kind of boring. I basically feel very similar. That's similarly... my take on folk rock in general. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel very <laughs> similarly to them as I do Mumford & Sons. Or... Lumineers. <sighs> no, I hate the Lumineers. Hate <laughs> fucking <laughs> okay. garbage. But uh, Bonnie Iver hey, is, oh, is hey. interesting. That song, is nice. Easy guitar to learn. All right, Cleopatra. (laughs) Uh, So we'll we'll be talking about that, but we also have some movie and and TV notes I think we wanted to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about Batman first. Oh, yeah. The Batman. Yeah,
1: it was rumored before, but Ben Affleck's solo Batman film with Deathstroke, Joe Mandanello is the guy playing Deathstroke, and it's officially called The Batman. The Batman. It's funny because... You you look online, you look at any outlet, the way they took this story really explains whether they had a bias or not towards DC, because some people, Xenet uh, was like, Ben Affleck reveals his uninspired <laughs> un, or unimaginative title for Batman movie. It's clearly not unimaginative, it's purposely simple. Right. Because it's, it's going to be a gritty movie against a gritty villain. At least hide the bias a little bit. That was, I mean, that was my biggest take from yeah.
0: it. The Michael Keaton one was just called Batman. Yeah. Batman and, 1989 so we call it now. Right. It's you don't need an in- inspiring name please let it go. I mean is, is The Dark Knight or Batman Begins really inspired mm-hmm. either? <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, good point. Good point. So interesting though that there's a lot of DC hate going around and mm-hmm. we, yeah, talked you propagated DC hate. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's all good. Shout out to Steve Decorda, by the way cuz I, I get most of my DC news from him yes friend of the pod shout
1: out Steve at Bluefish Comics also Iron Fist Marvel's Iron Fist got its release date announced that's next March obviously Luke Cage just came out I haven't started yet but I'm seeing lots of good things I'm excited for that you can let me know what you think about Marvel and Luke Cage and Iron Fist tweet at the show at Nostalgia Pod let us know what's good also interesting we said fuck the weekend before but Starboy jumped up to number three on Billboard we said the song's good with Daft Punk we don't fuck with False Alarm the other single so, the weekend sucks. Yeah, I'm I'm a little disappointed. You know, let me go off on the weekend real quick. Go off on him, Dave. <laughs> Give it to him. Cue the air horn. I understand wanted to open up SNL. That's a very prestigious thing to do. You're doing your get your album release coming. That's great. You know, get that get that in. But you definitely could have made the scheduling with the Meadows work. You pre-tape with SNL earlier in the day. I know that. And he said that curfew makes sense. So he, 10 o'clock was obviously the cutoff. In New York City won't let you go past that. Sure. So that makes sense, but I still think he could have made it work if he wanted to.
0: Also, it's strange that he canceled, they got him back, yeah. and, then he, and then... They had
1: him at 5.15, which seemed like a very reasonable time to, for him to do both
0: things. Sure. I mean, he probably could have well, That him. would have been a great great day, too, if they had him and Cole. Right. I, I think he only had one skit, too. I mean, he, he performed, but he had a, a skit where right. they said, and now, Weekend Update, and then he said, yeah. I cut my hair. Which, yeah. first of all, lame-ass joke, SNL. And again,
1: he performed his two songs doesn't take much out of him.
0: Right. Also, I, I feel like he could have at least come for even a half hour, and that would have been okay, you made an effort.
1: There was a rumor going around that him and J. Cole have a song on Starboy, and that Cole's going to bring him out to perform it. Oh. Didn't happen. That would have been interesting. Interesting. Speaking um, of SNL, they had a funny little Mr. Robot skit with Pete Davidson. Check that
0: out. So obviously their their debate stuff is always yeah. On Alec point. Baldwin's
1: the official Trump for the rest of the. I, year. I think I think
0: it's a good choice. So it was yeah. what Daryl Hannah last year. That yeah. yeah.
1: Shout out Kate McKinnon though. She's the best. Go and surprisingly did not expect this.
0: Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Dun 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 Dead, dun, Dead, dun. Dead man dun, tell no tales. Dun, dun, dun. Teaser dun, came out. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So, what do you think? Are no you Jack Sparrow
1: it? in the teaser.
0: I haven't seen Javier a...
1: Bardem is the villain, Captain Salazar.
0: Oh, okay. I might and go see
1: His performance screams "No Country for Old Men." His vocal no. delivery—you need to watch it. It's, like, it's, a, it's a teaser trailer. It's very short, but watch this
0: and tell me it's not "No Country for Old Men" all over again. I haven't seen a *Pirates of the Caribbean* since I think three. Oh, so I didn't miss the one. last one. Or On Stranger, Stranger Tides came two. out in 2011, so that was a long time ago. Parts 5 comes out in May next year, so that's a nice 6 years ago. Which year one gap. had Davy Jones? Is that two? Two and three. Two yeah. and three. Okay, so I think I think I saw three, or at least parts of three. Here's the thing about On Stranger
1: Tides, though. billion-dollar movie in 2011, which is a big deal, mm-hmm. had the goat Ian McShane in it as Blackbeard. Yes. And even though the movie did well, it was kind of a mediocre receipt. Mm-hmm. had Penelope Cruz in it, too. But this one is interesting because we're getting the go orlando bloom will turn her back and the teaser makes it look very obviously like they're talking to his son
0: gotcha well i'm all in on javier bardem as a villain in anything yeah, so i will probably check it out just for that yeah he's he might be the best villain actor in him and who was the other that played le Chifre?
1: mads mickelson yes
0: mads mickelson yeah, well, also an awesome
1: villain yeah because bardem was in skyfall
0: yeah yeah he was absolutely great. so yeah I'll, also christoph
1: waltz another good villain
0: that's true. But Christoph Waltz is just great in general. Yeah. I, I love everything he's in. My favorite, actually, is probably his role in Django. He's just yeah. phenomenal. as uh, well, he's a good guy in that. Yeah. And what's no, his name? The dentist. Yeah, he's, I forgot I the name. No Django recall at the moment, but I do recall watching a show called The Westworld. The Westworld? Well, I guess it's just Westworld. It's <laughs> <So> not in... Batman. <laughs> Take away the the. Just Facebook. <laughs> Shout out Justin Timberlake. Mm. Sean Parker,
1: <laughs> Napster. It was Napster news, but we're not going to get into
0: that. Well, There was, yeah. Somewhere. How is Napster still I relevant? Don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I don't talk <laughs> we're about not. Here. It's not a tech podcast. So Westworld. I mean, this is a show that w- was signed on by Christopher Nolan and his brother. Well, J- no, just his brother. Oh, is, but I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan has some, like, does he? I don't think oh, so. Okay, it's, well, J- maybe it's Jonah Nolan and his, his wife. All right, I stand corrected. But J.J. Abrams yes. also has a hand in this yep. as well. So there's there's a lot of big names producing this, directing it. Yeah, it's HBO. That's is great. We talked about it last week. So, Dave, why why wasn't I as into the show as I was hoping to be? I think
1: you have to be a, a genre fan movie. to really immediately get grabbed by it. I think the premise and the conflict they already set up in the pilot, mm-hmm. very interesting. But at the same time, HBO wants this drama to be the next big thing, right? Yep. They need it to be with Thrones ending and also not coming back for almost a year. That being said, we don't have any Jon Snows or Tyrions yet as chris ryan said in the watch Mm -hmm. so we don't have there's no standout character that you can be attached to there's standout performances already right but having a character that you really like and are invested in we don't Mm -hmm. have that i think that's very important for a drama that being said westworld had a very strong premiere the ratings were very good it was the the best standard drama debut since the newsroom in 2012 Wow, and right behind true detective season one
0: as i mentioned you know uh Christian Nolan's brother and J.J. Abrams are both attached to this. Yep. They have Ed Harris, Anthony Hopkins, Evan Rachel Wood, and James Marston. Yeah, and Wright. It. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Hollywood in this. Just yeah. Hollywood in general. It's shot beautifully. It looks oh, great. Oh, yeah, definitely. The
1: very first scene, those the vistas were amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think the scene that really was breathtaking to me was when uh, the man mm-hmm. in black, played by Ed Harris, mm-hmm. uh, has one of the villagers or. I guess you can call them robots. Um, and he's, he's, about, he's about to scalp them, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's on top of a cliff overlooking the whole area. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's awesome. gorgeous, but it's also terrifying. And Harry's another good villain. Yeah, and Harris, And he's just a great actor in general, too. But yep. yeah, he's an awesome villain. I guess I would describe this show as Jurassic Park meets The Purge meets Her, I guess. Oh, okay. Because, I because it's At Jurassic Park, obviously, Michael Crichton. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a world that's... Being created and controlled by yeah. some master who we don't really know his intentions fully at this yeah. point, and then the purge because there's a lot of it's a look at humanity and what it means. Like, is this like a, the worst part of us? Is it not? Well, yeah,
1: it's really interesting because it's like people. It's like going to amusement park to play GTA in real life. Yeah, you should... can do whatever you want. You can be a, a, a inhumane, terrible mm-hmm. person. If you so choose. Right. they hint at that with, you know, sexual violence and grisly murders and stuff.
0: Yeah. And then it has the element of her where it's like, can robots feel? Shout out to those flies, by the way. What's that mean? Is that just symbolism or does that mean some shit? And she kills him at the end. Does that mean she's gaining feeling? I don't know. I'm guessing that's what it's meaning. Mm. Basically, these robots are becoming woke, which is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Good timing for a stay woke to be (laughs) trending. But like... (laughs) what do i what do i make of like the the show it has a lot going on and there's a lot of players Mm -hmm. so i think right now it it was a good first episode because i think there was enough in there to say this is interesting yeah it was
1: very much a pilot
0: but we need somebody to step up and be that character that we're invested in and we say oh this is fun will it be teddy played by james martin maybe but he seems kind of like a sap or not a sap a sack of blah Hey, blame like, the
1: programming.
0: It's not his fault. I don't know. Is, is Marston a good actor? I mean, what he was. You in saw Anchorman. Smallville?
1: You saw Anchorman too. He was awesome in that.
0: He was awesome in that. But but he's also dull as shit movie. in X Men as Cyclops. Like yes.
1: But by design. But
0: yeah, well, I, yeah. someone has to run. Point he's on. A, what's he? On? He's on TV or something. he was on
1: Smallville. No, he wasn't. Who he was, was, was in Smallville? In? He was not in Superman.
0: He wasn't. No, that he was uh, just like that him. was the other dude
1: who doesn't act anymore.
0: He looks just like him. He does.
1: No, you're right. Was he on True? He was on True, boy. He was on something. I was looking, I was looking at his page today. Because I'm like, I remember. I know James Martin. He's so vanilla. He used to be a Versace model. I remember reading that already. That's not surprising. FYI.
0: Multiple television shows such as Save by the Bell, The New Class. That's Touched by a, an Angel. Not an accomplishment. Party of Five. He was in. Oh, he's in The Notebook. He's in 27 Dresses. Oh, he was in Superman Returns. He was Superman, Superman Returns. he was it? That was Brandon Routh. Wrong again, Pat. What?
1: I don't know who he was in that. He was. Let's see. Was he at the at the Daily Planet? He, oh, he's in the
0: Butler. He, oh, he played JFK in the Butler. Hmm. Did not remember that. back but the Butler That's a good movie. Shout yeah. out to Lee Daniels. He was in Two Guns. Wow. That movie sucks, dude. Don't talk about that. This guy has, a, has a, quite the... Hey, he's getting work. Yeah, keep cashing them checks. Keep cashing them Shout checks. Shout out Jalen Rose. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't think it'll be Marsden. If anyone, I could see it being the girl that plays the hooker. Oh, yeah, what's her? Uh, yeah, yeah. Her name's like Tawny in the show or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. She seemed to have a lot of spunk to her. Tessa Thompson's on the way still in the show. True. And so is the, the guy... That that guy that we talked about last week, who's in everything, the House Cards guy, yeah, yeah, the other yeah. Cards guy, <laughs> yeah. not Paul Sparks, who we know <laughs> his name now. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there are some other characters that might be coming on, and that's actually a, one of the I think the good part about the show is the way it's set up is that you you can continually be rotating characters. Yeah, in it's film. an ensemble
1: from the start, similar right. to Game of Thrones was. Um, but the difference is Game of Thrones came in with hard fans and established work that you knew. Was
0: still ready to be adapted westworld right we don't know how much there is to this i guess if you had to make a prediction it's or if i had to make a prediction for this show for the season it's probably gonna end up where ed harris is actually the good guy in this trying to figure something out because he's being painted as the clear villain and anthony hopkins as dr oh it's gonna be it's gonna be Rob super great yeah, yeah obviously it's gonna be it's a dr- it's a drama in 2016 right so i don't know i'm definitely gonna keep watching at least the next couple episodes mm-hmm. but i I could see this being not being a show that I'm like, ah, I need to see what happened. I'll be like, hmm, I'll get when I get around to it, I'll check it out. You you feel differently. I like genre shows. Yeah. I like
1: sci fi stuff. You're big sci fi. So I'm in it. I'm in. I really liked the music in the shootout scene. Which, that's not a spoiler. It's a show about the West. There's a shootout.
0: The shootout scene that was, it was painted black by the Rolling Stones? Yeah, just and, piano. thought that was cool. And they also had uh, Black Hole Sun playing at one point. I thought that was a really good choice. So the, uh, that was actually a great point. The music was really well done in this show. Mm. And interesting takes. I like that show. I think Mr. Robot did this as well when they did Green Day. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They used a Green Day song and just did piano. I think that's a really effective way to use popular music and but not have it mm-hmm. pull from a scene. Sure. So we don't really have much left for this show. It's, it's a very Meadows-heavy show. Yeah. We, L- we, let us know what you think of Friends in the Lights. Let us know what you think of Westworld. Tweet the show, at NowStyleJapod. Let me know what you think of the new Bonnie vare album. I'll listen to it. Dave won't. Nope. I'll talk about it next week, though. And uh, if there's anything else you want to talk about next week, let us know, at World Peace at MartinSwagger, at NowStyleJapod. Find us SoundCloud.com slash nostalgiapod Google Stitcher. Find us on the radio someday, hopefully, maybe. I applied for Podcast One. We don't have enough downloads. Come on, guys. Help us out. Spread, <laughs> spread the love. We want to get on Podcast One. So let's start making some money here. I got to get us
1: on TuneIn. Yeah, it's the next one. That's yeah, because in is real popular. Dude, just popular Stitcher,
0: man. Got to get those subs. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay
1: woke. Stay woke. And this year has been a long round, so I got to go. It's Logic. The one nobody would vouch for. How's that shit for an outro?